The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. See, I've already got. Like, you know, I've got, like, little battles going on, and I'm, I'm having debates online about it. Wow. You know, after bringing it up yesterday, now I think, you know, my time may be coming. I mean, I've let, known, and this is a compliment, like, more crazy people than you that have, right. like, come very close to, you know, hitting this goal. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could happen for me. I, I think it might be attainable. We'll have to go out and start campaigning. No, there's no we. Oh no! You're gonna be you're gonna be involved, whether you want it or not. You're already lumped into this. Oh god, like, that's you're, true. We've been you're doing stuck. this too long together. Oh with... yeah, you're associated. Anything I do will affect you. <laughs> Think about that. Hello, Vice everyone. versa. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have so much to talk about today. But first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who goes to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and clicks on the Amazon link oh. right there at the top of the page. It is a great way to support our show, and we really do appreciate that. Also, I, originally, if you hadn't heard, we were going to be having the people from PDX Alerts on, mm. our anonymous friends who run PDX Alerts, one of the best Twitter, Twitter accounts out there. If not the. If not the. Yeah. It's right behind at Funemp Radio. I mean, that's those are the two that clearly, I get Twitter for. Clearly, yeah. I mean, I'm never not on Twitter. You're, you don't even go on Twitter. No, I just get alerts from PDX well, Fun Employment Radio and PDX Alerts. That's I know. I know I'm only on Twitter for PDX Alerts, if I'm being honest. Well, they <laughs> are not going uh, to be joining us today. Jesus was sick, and so he is out recovering from that under quarantine, and basically the, none of the rest of us want to get sick either. So it's like, no. I do not want to be good. sick. This was I, this past like winter slash like early spring was the most sick that I've been um, in a couple years. You're, I, you know weird... you're cursing yourself right now, right? No, I'm saying that's why I'm very grateful that Jeeves no. isn't coming in. I'm not cursing myself. That's, yes, you are. You just did. Well, I've had never-ending allergies since I since the last time I got sick, so mm-hmm. it's like a constant, oh, I am still sick then. Yeah. Are allergies sick? Mm, allergies don't kind of sick. sick. Yeah. No, but you can feel sick from them. Oh, man. And like lethargic. I've been sneezing all morning. Mm-hmm. It's just been, it's been great. Okay. It's well, everybody super. put a little prayer up for Sarah today for what she's dealing with right now. Wow. <laughs> No, I know. It is. It's terrible. Anyway, they will not be in here in studio. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say, you know, we had our Reddit AMA yesterday. And this is part of it was what I want to talk about, too, is, is something that was brought up on there <laughs> that I think I can. Uh, I think I want to I want to send out a couple proposals. And I've already started some some issues on Twitter that I'm bringing up. I'm bringing the issues to the people. But something an issue I want to talk about is just this. Oh, boy. Sarah, I am still upset about the Thunder from Down Under comment that Sarah made on Reddit about me implying that I say that, which I have never said that. Let me just go on the record right now. And this does apply to what You've I'm going to be saying. you said it about 15 times today when you're like, I cannot believe that you wrote Thunder from Down I Under. I have never referred to any of my bodily functions as the Thunder from Down Under. This has never happened. It is... All right, to be fair, I don't know how you read this, but I didn't say when Greg says that he's getting his thunder from down under. I said when the thunder from down under is happening and he needs to leave the room. (laughs) Why did you say that? Oh, my God, it's so annoying. Well, I mean, well, first of all, I'm so glad that I said it because I didn't realize I would get this great of a reaction from you. And second of all, it just seemed like something that... Seem like something. Your body's what? just strange. I don't know. It just seems like something my body's that might... <laughs> strange. My body's perfectly fine. Your body is a wonderland. Greg. My body is a wonderland. 
Thank you very much. And I'm looking up to see. I never said that you called it the Thunder from Down Under. Uh, it was implied, though. Let's see. Greg is required to leave the room when he feels the Thunder from Down <laughs> Under. Or thunder Down Under. <laughs> that is what you wrote. And that implies that I say that. Like, oh, Sarah, well, you... I'm feeling the Thunder from Down Under. I got to go. Well, when you do feel the Thunder... What? You can run out of the room quite quickly. I have that is untrue in so many ways. This is this is false. I mean, this is good. I have to work on this because I'm going to deal with scandals. But this is not a scandal I mean, this because this you, did not yeah. happen. It did not happen. It is. So you're going to go the whole like the whole Trumpy route, where like just deny, no, deny, no, deny. No, no, don't bring up that into this. Um, no, but what I'm saying is, uh, no, I did not do that. No, it's it's just I didn't do it. I'm trying to find the way. Okay, we sometimes smell smells. Said uh, we are humans, and Greg is required to leave the room when he feels the thunder down under. Ew. Of course, I never have that problem because I am perfect and smell free. Also, not true. So what I'm saying is, this is something that was put out by by Sarah that was an an untruth. Whether she meant it or not, I have never said just categorically on the record. I have never referred to anything as. My thunder from down under. That's why I just thought it was such a funny phrase because it doesn't make any sense, but at the same time, it makes all the sense. I don't know why. And that was like halfway through the AMA, and I was kind of delirious. And I'm like, what's a word that? Because I, I don't want to say, you know, any of the euphemisms for passing gas. I'm like, I don't want to put that in. <sighs> so I wanted to give it a nice, like, little catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's also being noted in our live chat. So com slash supporter. If you're a member of the Supporters Club, you can join us and uh, and join in there at six ninety nine a month. The first week is free or $80 for the entire year. And Courtney just said, I love that he's more offended by the thunder from down under than the bow staffing on Hawthorne. And that was the question. Oh, my God. That's true. That's something that is like realistic. Like I painted a visual for people. Yeah, far, if, if I were to be arrested, it would You'd be You'd be naked in the middle of Hawthorne Boulevard uh, screaming mm. for people to look at your ninja skills with a bow staff. Yeah. Well, uh, minus the nudity part, yes, I could see that. I mean, I, there's video of there's a video of me and Aaron Duran fighting with our bow staffs in my backyard. That's up on our YouTube channel, I think. It's, I think it's still it's there. totally not as nerdy as it sounds. Uh, no, it's not nerdy at all. It's badass. It's two accomplished warriors showcasing their skills. That is what that video is of. That's the kind of video that I could use for my next thing. Because it was brought up on there and asking if we would ever run for political office. And I, I don't remember exactly what my reply was on there. I don't think I ever terrible. even saw that question. See, and I didn't see the one where it said to give five nice things about your sure you co-host. Did. And I didn't sure answer that did. one. You answered it, but I did not answer that one. So in all fairness, I probably deserve some of this. But... Um, I didn't do it because I didn't want to answer. I did it because I didn't see that question. Okay, now it sounds like you're just over-explaining. I didn't happen to see the question. I'm a busy man, and I didn't see that one. Uh, no, but if, if you're ever to run for political office, and I said, I thought about it, but what I would run for, one of my platforms would be, um, I think the city is plagued by, and this is true, I think the, the city is plagued by people who don't use their turn signals. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is an issue. I see it every day, and it makes me angrier and angrier as I'm driving. And it's obviously everybody else's fault, not my fault. And so I would institute some kind of more, some more severe regulations. And then I also have my platform still of snitch tickets, which snitch oh, tickets I would boy. still institute. Um, and snitch tickets would be once a year you can snitch on somebody else for a minor violation like that, like a traffic violation, and then they would get a ticket. Or you can or, see someone like playing on their phone when they're driving or yes, something. Yes, boom, snitch ticket. Bam, you can bust somebody. Which I kind of 
Like, I don't think anyone's 100% innocent on that, but I, like, when you see people who are, like, actively trying to drive and oh, yeah. doing that, like, that pisses me off. No, it makes me mad when they're looking down at their phone and they're driving. Like, like, it happened to me it yesterday. All the time. There was a woman I was trying to cross the street, and she just pulled up and kept like, like traffic was slowing down. She could have stopped and let me across. She just kept on going through the intersection because she was on her phone, looking down as she was still moving, like never even stopped. And so that that is an issue. See, I think I think there's more that I can do here, you know, that I can help people out. I think people might actually back some of my proposals. The snitch ticket being one of them. I mean, there really aren't a lot of great options. So you might as well just go for like a. Mediocre one. Yeah. It's not as bad as everybody else. That's all I'm striving for. Yeah. You know, and Strive not as bad as everyone, everything else. And I got my couple of platforms that I'll run on. Snitch tickets being one of them. Turn signal, non-turn signal users are a big problem. So is this something that you're not going to like approach uh, actual like things and issues that are happening right now? You're just going to just bring up what you think is important? Well, no, it's not that. It's not that I don't think there are actual important issues. I'll just have other people handle that stuff. I'll be like, yeah, I'm not the best person for that. But what I am good, you know, and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll designate it, you know. There's, there's a lot of people who are very qualified. The person who it's designated to, because you're the one that yeah, is going to be in charge. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I, so I, what can, would you... I would be honest about it and just be like, no, I'm here to help uh, with snitch tickets and with turn signals. And then my other platform, you know, my little uh, carrot, you know, that I would put out there for everybody. Like one thing I could run on that I think would work for the city of Portland, and this will probably work for a lot of cities, actually, is a one-day-a-year moratorium on all construction in a city called No Construction Day. Just real simple. Got to make it real simple so it's understandable. No Construction Day. Just one day a year? One day. Well, that would be more than we get right now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you consider traffic and you consider, like, building construction, because in this city, you can't you can't be outside without hearing a jackhammer. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... it's at least not from my neighborhood to anywhere I work. You can't be outside without hearing a jackhammer. And so one day a year, all of it would have to stop. Just for one day, the whole city gets reprieved. One glorious day. Called No Construction Day. And I posted it on Twitter. And I, I didn't even realize I was following this group, but at Traffic Portland. So they tweet about PDX traffic. I guess they're, they're from the Oregonian, which sure. is the newspaper here. And so, so I posted about it, and I didn't tag them in it. But they found me after my, my proposal oh, and tried boy. to dispute. So I already have a dispute going on. I have a public debate happening where very contentious public debate. All right. What are they at? Um, at Traffic Portland. Well, you can go to my Twitter account. And you can see that they, they commented on it. So I said, if I were mayor of Portland, my proposal would be for a one-day-a-year holiday called No Construction Day, whereby we would not have to constantly hear jackhammers and traffic would flow like wine. And they replied, they actually have this quite often on holiday weekends, like this one coming up, Memorial Day. Oh, yeah, it's Memorial Day this weekend. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You know what it, it, that means. What? The mausoleum's open to the public. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, well, we can talk about that later this week. Um, like the one coming up for Memorial Day and Christmas. But I replied, and this is as a good politician would do, <laughs> does that include building construction? And boom, busted them. This would be if this were a public debate with me and at Traffic Portland. They said, ah, you're going to trip me up with a Multnomah County Courthouse question. Well played. Boom, politician. Wait, so were they referencing just like traffic construction versus building construction? Yes. Okay. Oh, delegate, not designate. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the right word. You've got to delegate out. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, for the building, I mean, I think it's, God, it's all terrible. I was just going to say, I think the building construction might be worse. Mm-hmm. I don't know, particularly in our neighborhood, because like every single building around us has been systematically torn down and then rebuilt 
But the tearing down lasts for like one day and the rebuilding lasts for about three years. Yeah. I mean, and I understand construction's got to happen and it's going to happen whether you like it or not. But one day a year, who wouldn't vote for me for a one day a year? Just everything quiet, like just a day of yeah. freedom from construction. Yep. One day. That sounds really Nothing. nice. Like you drive down the road and there's no flat, you know, buddy flagging. Like my neighborhood. None of the like roads are blocked off with no. cones and people chain smoking and, and like and having their slow signs and stop signs. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's uh, like in my neighborhood right now, there is no direction I can go that isn't <laughs> blocked by construction. So if I'm driving, the only thing I could do is go way, way out of my way going the wrong direction. To get around. No, and even in the sorry, we're gonna stop complaining about traffic here. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But even like in the in the side roads, like that I usually go to, like mm-hmm. I'll do like my cut throughs. Those have construction too. Right, and we don't want this show to be all about complaining I, about that. But for my platform, I think that's something that could apply to every city. Everyone has problems with that. So you're right, sir. Like everybody has to deal with that. It is a constant. This could be my thing in the live chat right now. I'm taking a look here. Keelan said, I would not vote for you for one day a year. Well, see, you're wanting more. I would more, go with you have one to start day with, a month. No, you have to start with one day a year. And then, then I can negotiate to something bigger. But I think that's more than... I think once a month is not overdoing it. Hmm. One day a month where it's like, you know... What, like are you trying to in, run a counter platform to mine? No, but I'm saying like when I was in... Uh, are you ca- threatening me? Okay, shh. <laughs> when I was in Catholic school, we got uh, once a month, we had a free dress day. A free dress day. What does that mean? That means instead of having to wear our uniforms, we would get to wear whatever we want, you know, within, uh, with moderation. Like, we couldn't wear... I forgot you went to Catholic school Mm -hmm. where you had to wear a uniform. Yeah. Like, what was the uniform? It was a... Was it like exactly like like a Britney Spears... Like a Britney Spears, the plaid skirt? Yeah, except for the skirts are a lot longer because they have to go at least down to your knee. But the girls, we'd all roll our skirts up to make them a little shorter. (laughs) And then the nun... And then Sister Dolores would make us roll them down. Did she hit you with rulers? No, but she... uh, she ended up getting into some trouble. Actually, most of the people at the school that I went to, yeah. including the priest, uh, all got into some trouble. Yeah. Oh it wow. Was, it was not a yikes. Yeah, good system that they had there. Anyway, yeah. So I had a I had a plaid skirt with like blues and whites and blacks, and then I'd always wear. Um, it was a white, you know, like polo shirt with the buttons on the top, and uh-huh. then um, like a like a navy blue uh, like cardigan. Wow. And you have to wear like white socks, and then yeah. Huh, funny. So anyway, my you... dad went to Catholic school, but he said that was back when nuns would actually hit you with rulers. Oh, yeah. You have to hold out your hand and they'd whack you on the hand with a ruler. Um, yeah, I, I never had to go to Catholic school other than CCD. That was the only thing I did. Oh, yeah. No, this it was, was like the after school. Thing. So imagine CCD, but every day. Yeah. No, like one of terrible. my classes every day was going to church. Mm, yeah. Like it was religious studies and then going sitting in church. Early. I only had to do it once a week. Yeah, I only did. I was only in Catholic school for two years for sixth and seventh grade. But I mean, those are very formative years. And it yeah. was just it was a weird it yeah. was a weird school, weird time. I got in trouble a lot in CCD because I would try to make I talked about this before. I tried to make people laugh, but I had this. Uh, so I disrupt. I was I was a little disruptive no. as a child. Especially once it was like a smaller totally group. Don't step on and I was like, right oh, now. I could be uh, I could get people to pay attention to me right now. And yeah, I would. I totally would different like, from the man you've grown up to be. But I'm I'm shy in like bigger groups, or something like that. Yeah, no, uh, I mean maybe not for like our events or something. But if I if once I get to know everybody, especially when Do I was you think a kid, you're going to be shy at my 20 year reunion. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to be putting on airs, like. Well, I mean, if it depends. If I can play a character, no, then I'll be fine. If it's just like me, wait, what just happened right there? I don't know. It sounds normal to me. Okay, I'm either having 
Are you having some? I'm either having episode? some kind of a mental episode right now, or I swear that just echoed in my ear. Yeah, I didn't hear an echo. Well, are these headphones oh God, also I'm that you've never? I'm going to be unfit, never... aren't I? I'm going to be ruled unfit. This is going to be something <gasps> that's going to go on my record. Oh if I'm... God! All right, we'll take this out of the show. Then. We'll take it out. I have to take it out before my scandals, because I'm, I'm talking about the scandals. <gasps> All right. So this is what I was going to say with the scandal. You know, <sighs> I would get in trouble, and they would make me stand in a corner and stare at the wall. Mm-hmm. Like oh, so she would go do that. back to like your third grade records and be my like, uh, Gre- Mr. Gregory Nibbler was like, if I were to run for child. mayor and that's what we're talking about is that, you know, if I were run to, if I were to run for mayor of Portland, is it mayor? Do you, do you just really want to go for mayor? Or do you want to go for like city title. commissioner or <sighs> snooze alert? They have to do like yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. If you're mayor, all you have to do is just like install a lot of bike lanes, right? <laughs> if you're, yeah. For Portland. Yeah. That's about yeah. it. I'd be snitch and tickets. Then, yeah, install bike lanes, and then you get to be a star on a television show. Yes, that oh is the ticket. God. Thank this you. Makes sense. Thank you for reminding me yeah, of that. Sam Adams got a full-on like acting role. Yeah, assistant to the mayor of Portland in Portlandia. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Are for anybody who doesn't know, that was the mayor of Portland. Yeah. Uh, a while ago, still. Um, yes. Um, but what I was saying, so anyway, back to Catholic school, blah, blah, blah. One day a month, we got free dress day. And everyone looked forward to that day. And it was a day of, like, peacefulness and happiness because everyone got to be exactly who they were instead of being, you know, constricted into these, hor- like, horribly ill-fitting, ugly uh-huh. uniforms they had to wear every day. Yeah. So I'm saying, why don't you make the no construction day monthly so it can be, like, a sigh of relief to everybody in Portland. Right. Have it once a month. Everyone can look forward to the day, like, you know what? I'd like to go out in my yard and... You know, like do some yard work, do some gardening or something. Well, construction workers work hard. They need a day off, too. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, like, if you want to go out in your yard or do something, go for a bike ride and not, you know, go for a walk, have a conversation with someone and not have it drowned out by jackhammers, Uh you know that day you can set it aside and be like, I can work quietly in the yard or listen to music and not have it drowned out. No construction day. Or Greg Day, if people want to call it that. No, they don't. All right. No construction day. I'll push the limit a little bit. International Greg Day is July 2nd. That's coming up. But anyway. Oh, that's coming up pretty soon, actually. Uh... Yeah, see, but I think I think you can see where I'm going with this. This could be pretty good. You know, I do have room on board. Well, there's a couple of things that I need your help for. I do have room on board. I mean, by the way, I know that our show is tongue-in-cheek a lot, but I think we all know for the record that Greg's probably going to end up running for some sort of office. Like, honestly, I kind of see it happening. Greg, breaking the fourth wall? I've thought about it before. Really? But I, <laughs> like a long time ago. The thing is, there's no way I would ever be able to do it. Mm-mm. Like, even if I took it seriously. You don't have to be the mayor. If I took it seriously. See, I don't know. All right, see, so I'm looking in the chat. Uh, Courtney's suggesting that you should go for Metro President. It covers the whole Metro area. Yeah. You can go to Metro Council. Uh, I don't even know any of these names. Look, you can be part of a council, and, like, nobody will know you, but you'll have some prestige. No, see, I'd rather just go straight for the top. You do have a lot of meetings. Oh, no, only one Tuesday a week at 2 p.m. One Tuesday a week? One Tuesday a week. For Metro Council? For I mean, Metro... they just had the elections for that. Huh. I, yeah, I so don't Metro really know. Metro Council consists of a president and six councilors who are elected by district every four years. The council works with community leaders and constituents across the My city. My constituents. And My dear constituents. Oh, yeah. Uh, city and county boundaries to shape the future of a greater Portland. Okay. Okay. Um, Keelan's saying I couldn't see Greg making it any higher than Alderman, and I don't even think Portland has Aldermans. I don't even know what an Alderman does. Oh. What do they do? Did you know that a Metro Auditor's salary annually is $108,000? Oh, now you got me interested. And a Metro Council President, again, one meeting. I'm sure that they do other stuff during the week. 
But the council president earns $135,000 a year. Dang. Really? Uh, that seems like a lot of money. I mean, maybe that I, – I know I honestly don't know everything that's entailed with that job. So, so maybe there's you. a lot. But damn, that is a lot of money. All right. So we can start plotting now because you know what? The president is up for re-election January 7th, 2019. Metro Council President Greg Nippler. Tom Hughes. Who is this Tom Hughes? I don't know. It's like we never even knew he existed and now we're just talking uh, about these him These are the things show. that we should actually know and oh, know what they do. So shit. I have a bunch of – mutu- I have 26 of- mutual friends with him. Tell them all to vote against him. But me, no, I don't want that job. I don't really know what I don't really know what exactly it is. So, but I'm just saying, at some point, this might work. So I'm seeing some other suggestions coming through. Uh, Mike says, "Run for something you can raise a lot of money, money for it, lose, and then keep the money." I don't know if it works that way. I don't, I don't think, think you happens. can keep the money after if you. I don't think you can. Well, you have to like donate it. You should donate it to charity. Oh yeah, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Right, I don't to charity. But see, I have to, I have to battle all my scandals. So, what would some of my scandals be like? Help me out here. Oh. Like, if you're going to be my campaign manager, you know, you got to prepare me for. Well, I think. For wait, this. what? Yeah, maybe. Well, I'm debating. Um, I'm debating. I think one of the first scandals gonna, would be there's like gonna be a lot he of seemed interviews. like he was in pretty decent health until all of a sudden he started hearing echoes for no reason. <laughs> I did hear. I swear, I heard an echo of my own voice. In my head. Are you sure that isn't just your head inside, like, repeating yourself? No, it was... I feel like you like to listen to your own voice, and maybe you're like, Greg, you need to say that one more time. No, I don't hear voices. No. Greg, no, tell us about how about haunted that. your house is. There are... Oh, yeah, because there's going to be the people that won't want to vote for me for that. There are unex... Uh, there are strange things that happen because I appreciate the history of Portland. The rich history. The rich history of Portland and the many different people that have made it what it is over the years. And unique I, population. The unique population that has made it what it is over the years. And I appreciate... Except for, you know, not a lot of black people. It's mostly white I'm people. I'm not going to bring that up because clearly that's not something I'm going to want to... Well, when we say unique population, it's like, all right, yeah, it's like people are unique, but not really... We all know that's that's true. All right, well, then how are you going to fix that? Well, I can't fix that. We're not talking about real politics here, okay? Like, I, Greg what can I do about that? to get that? the paycheck. What can I do about that? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. If there's something I can do, I listen to many people to tell me uh, many different forms of input and how we can handle this. You're supposed to talk about my scandals. That's not my scandal. Okay, what's your scandal? Uh... Like, I didn't do that. <gasps> okay, uh, Mr. Nibbler. It has come to our notice, it's come to our attention that uh, (laughs) some people have expressed concern about your lack of being able to control yourself when dealing with basic basic tools such as like a lawnmower. They might see you get a little angry, lose your temper. Mm. What would you say to those people who are concerned to have you in a position of power when you don't seem to be able to handle a stressful situation very smoothly, very accurately? True, true. Well, so I and I understand that. And I've heard those rumors as well about some of the issues with my mechanical inclinations and the lack thereof. But luckily, that is why we live in such a wonderful city as Portland. And then I don't have to be an expert on everything. And I don't think any of us are. None of us are perfect. We've all had our flaws. Some of us have had issues with lawnmowers. And maybe in a moment of weakness, we used some language that we deeply No, you do not say weakness. You do not say you have moments of weakness. Nobody wants to 
elect a leader who's admitting to have a moments weak of weakness leader, yes. against a lawnmower? Yeah. Like when it comes to actual things and okay. you're talking about being weak against a motherfucking okay. lawnmower? Okay. All right. All right. Mr. Nibbler, again, the okay. same crowd of people. <laughs> have also expressed concern about the fact that you seem to not want to wear your pants early in the morning. Yes. And like uh-huh. to stare outside as people walk by to work, to school, to live. Now, these people do not need to see you in your underwear. Right. How would you express why you feel the enthusiasm to expose yourself to these people mm-hmm. on a regular basis? True. Well, one thing that I greatly value is the right of private property in this city. And I believe when we're on our own, we're very open Diverse and inclusive city, and what happens in your property, what happens in your house, stays in your house. As far as I'm concerned, we each have our own. That sounds like that's going mini down Vegas slope. That does honest. not sound good. And if you feel like you are more comfortable with your pants off, because don't we have to wear pants too much? Do not encourage other adult men to not wear pants. Adult men, women, however it is, I'm inclusive of everyone. If you feel like pants are constricting your way of life. Then by all means, at your own home and your own private property, I encourage you to express yourself how you feel creatively you are best representing yourself to the world. Mr. Nibbler, how would you respond to the people who have concerns about the fact that you have been seen at many local brew festivals? Yes. Openly cutting. A wonderful, wonderful brewery scene that we have here in Portland, the best in the world. Uh, per capita, we have more breweries. What does it bring a lot of else. to the Portland? We bring Portland? a lot of economic development to this city, and mm-hmm. and of course they pay taxes, but they pay taxes, and we get to enjoy those wonderful beers. So I'll tell you what, I love myself a a Black Butte Porter. Oh no, that's not Portland. Uh, I love myself a, a no, Worthy's not Portland either. Um, a Bridgeport Brewing Ale. When I'm relaxing a little bit and watching those Portland Timbers play, huh? When I'm walking downtown across one of the many bridges of one of the many know, fine bridges, you call it Bridge Bridge City, and the waters Why, that right run over under the, the bridges. Beautiful, not full of dead bodies, Willamette. Yes, yes, that's very. Refreshing. I enjoy a Bridgeport Air when I'm reading. All right, so for, I'm sorry. Concerned citizen Keelan was asking uh, you. Limber, so you Toby have been, been, seen, Joe, at, okay. been seen at many of these local uh, beer festivals, openly cutting off other citizens while they patiently wait in line with their tokens yes. for their own beers. Yes. Greg, do you have any? Do you have any comments on this? Well, I ask you this: Did they not receive a beer in the end? Now we're all so worried about the race to the finish line. Sometimes we forget about stopping and enjoying the company. Of others. So, what uh, has happened in those situations is actually a bit of a lesson. It's a lesson in learning to get to know your neighbor. And when you're standing in line, don't just stand there and stare straight ahead. Turn around and say, Hi, fellow Portlander. I'm Bob, and then you can meet someone, and you can talk to talk to these other people while you're in line, Don't getting to know. Long-winded. And uh, in the end, we all get to share one of those delicious Portland porters that I'm so fond of when I go to watch that Blazer basketball game. Mr. Nibbler, in a campaign that has been riddled with scandal and concern. <laughs> Many people. I have, take issue with the word riddled, but <laughs> many people have reached out to voice said concerns, uh-huh. uh, and I'd like to ask you about uh, this one in particular. It's been brought to attention um, by many people, but in particular, this email from yes. concerned citizen Courtney. Hello, Courtney. Uh, is asking uh, Mr. Nibbler. Yes. Uh, I want to know why you feel that it is appropriate to not wear shoes 
when you are flying on an airplane, much to the detriment of the other passengers around you. Mr. Nibbler, please explain. Well, now, here's the here's the thing about that. Now, when we talk about flying, we're traveling, we're going places, we're exploring new adventures and ideas, and whether it's for a I got it. As your campaign manager, you have to say you like to do that because you want to keep people in Portland because it's the best city in the world. And if they have unpleasant Wait, if they have unpleasant times like flying on an airline next to you because you have your shoes off, maybe it's because you're trying to keep them in Portland. Because I'm trying to keep them in Portland? Yeah, because if you're trying to represent the Wait, city I'm trying to Portland. trap people by taking my <laughs> yes. shoes off? I don't know as, as my camp. As my campaign manager, I'm not sure if that's what uh, I really want to go for. You're trying to do for. what's best for them because you believe I Portland want to be the best city. Because my feet are so terrible, it's going to scare people into <laughs> from leaving the city. So I will entrap them and build a wall keeping people in so that they can't go anywhere. I don't know if that's – I don't know about this. I feel like I'm being getting some terrible direction here. I was going to say because of the free spirit – that we so oh celebrate God, like the opposite of a free in this spirit. city. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it'll work for the hippies. The free spirit that we celebrate in this city of enjoying uh, both a rich and diverse art life and delicious beer culture here in Portland, Stop Oregon. About beer. And also enjoying the natural wonders and spectacle that we are blessed with as we leave the city and... Whether it's traveling to the mountains or the beach or the wonderful, uh, uh, what else do we have here? The high desert that we can get to or the, the enjoying the rivers and the streams that surround us. It's important to remember our roots as both humans engaging with each other, but also stewards of the environment. Mr. Nibbler, uh, there is another concern that many have spoken about. I know that you uh, like to have people call you by your favorite nickname, the Thunder from Down Under. However, is it, isn't it true that you are, in fact, blaming other people for pooping in your backyard when, in fact, it might be actually you, the Thunder from Down Under, who is soiling his own property? Now, I want to say... Answer. I take issue with that horrid nickname that has been used before. I find it offensive and vulgar. I think it's an inappropriate use of that. So I really, I do not endorse that. I cannot say that in strong enough words. Now, as far as the incident of defecation in my backyard, I cannot prove or disprove that any one person Nor. did it. Stop woman splaining me. I cannot prove nor disprove. I'm campaign manager splaining you, all right? That's, that, that did or did not happen. All I know is that the result is it did happen. It remains a crime that has never been solved. And to this date, there are many suspects. But there is no guilty party because that is the wonderful thing about our justice system is that everyone is innocent until proven guilty. Although... I have my suspicions. Mr. Nibbler, I know one of your big platforms you're running on is the platform of what you have called snitch tickets. Yes. Now, I know you say a snitch ticket in every home, a snitch ticket for every person. Uh, Two-part question. Now, uh, I know legal voting is at 18. However, people can drive at 16 since mm-hmm. a lot of these snitch tickets will be can given you still, out. Didn't they change something with that? I don't know. Am I too old? I don't know. I think you might be too old. When's, when's the driver's license? I don't going? know. It looks like children are driving around. I thought they were 16. Since Oregon, I'm pretty sure that you're 16 still. Okay. No, wait. What? I, I think you. No, that I would think suck. Just, I don't know how it works anymore to get a driver's license under 18. 
Okay, no, yeah, you can still get one at under 18. I'm really glad that you interrupted my flow mm-hmm. to try and tell me something that isn't even true. Since snitch tickets are a big part of your platform, and you know, you can us- legally vote at 18, however, drive at 16, how are you going to distribute said snitch tickets, since a lot of them will be because of traffic violations? And as an addendum to that, may I also ask you, mm-hmm. what is going to be your limit for snitch tickets? Do Felons. Do ex-felons get snitch yes. tickets? Mm-hmm. Do the elderly get snitch tickets? Mm-hmm. Is there a snitch ticket for everyone? Yes. Uh, right. that's, that's an important thing. And when I put together my snitch ticket team to my snitch ticket transition team, we will consider many different factors in instituting this. It'll be a slow rollout. However, I believe if you are a licensed driver, if you are someone who has passed that test, you have earned the right to snitch. And that is why I believe that even 16-year-olds and 17-year-olds will be allowed snitch tickets as long as they remember in two years who had their back when it's time to go to the polls. Boy, you're just failing on this. Um, All right, so Eddie is asking. We have a a question from the audience. Um, Edward is asking, now, do known liars get snitch tickets? Because you really are putting the law into some bad people's hands. How are you going to control the backlash when things mm -hmm. start to go a little bit awry. Well, to, in order to pass a snitch ticket off onto someone else and snitch on someone, you will need photographic evidence. Oh, boy. Now, this is where I would also like to, oh, I really need to invest in, like, cameras, like like web, like web cams for cars. Oh, my gosh, that's where the money would need to go. So for back end, for our corruption thing, invest in, like, uh, car cameras because everybody's going to want to get one after this. All right. So... Because we'll have the camera system instituted in order to accurately disperse your snitch ticket upon a fellow citizen, oh, you boy, will I'm need photographic bored. evidence of the crime occurring. Now, you are also able to sell your snitch ticket. And if you do sell your snitch ticket, there are certain snitch ticket stockpilers that will be allowed up to, up to a maximum of 10 snitch tickets per person. Oh, boy. However, That's the totally... price will be de- uh, determined by the market. And finally, uh, final question for you, Mr. Nibbler. Do you feel that people are going to have a hard time voting for someone with the last name Nibbler? Well, I believe that we do all... You, do you think that they're going to look at your election signs and be like, ha Nibbler? Perhaps, but I believe that we can all have fun and enjoy ourselves at the expense of others. But in the end, at the end of the day... There's only one person that's going to be looking out for the citizens of Portland, and all while drinking a delicious... Stop talking about beer. Delicious Pilsner made from one of our fine local breweries. You haven't mentioned, like, Stumptown Coffee or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And drinking a wonderful mocha in the morning. <laughs> I try to go for the non-fat, but, <laughs> you know, it's hard sometimes. Do you have your mocha while also having a voodoo donut in your other hand while walking through Powell's books? No, because I can't say voodoo versus blue star anymore. Well, having some delicious ice cream, handcrafted ice cream, and a donut that's made here locally. What was my point in the beginning? Oh, yeah, my last name. Um, And uh, I believe that the bottom line is people will know Nibbler stands with them. And that's why I'm asking for your vote on November something. Ooh, ciders. I didn't say a, a wonderful... Reverend Nat Cider, or Portland Cider Company, or whatever the other cider ones are. Two towns isn't important. Got a couple stories for World of Crazy, why don't we? That didn't go as well as I thought it would. No. 
At least it was a test run, so now you know that it's a terrible idea. Oh, oh yeah, ground control. A next adventure. I didn't name drop. I didn't name check a lot of things. I'm a little ways out for running, aren't I? It's not going to happen for a while. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Got a story. Got a one out of Florida. Okay. At a Lauderdale Lakes. Okay. At a beautiful, beautiful tropical Lauderdale Lakes, Florida. Lauderdale Lakes, Florida. A Lauderdale Lakes Sheriff's Office. Florida. Florida. Has arrested one of their own. Oh, the sheriff's office had to arrest one of their own after a deputy, after a deputy sheriff was accused of shoplifting from a. Greg, where was he shoplifting from? A Walmart? Yes. In Lauderdale Lakes, all while still wearing his uniform. Of course. What a brilliant man. All right. So this happened in Lauderdale Lakes. However, he is from Broward, Florida. So investigators arrested uh, Deputy Harry Guzman. On Monday, Guzman is a 13-year vet of the department. What wow. are you thinking, buddy? Yeah, seriously. Um, so according to reports, um, so they, let's see, the agency teamed up with Walmart after they received information that Guzman was stealing from them, and they had him on tape in his uniform. Investigators said that over the course of three days, Guzman entered the Walmart and stole multiple DVDs and Star Wars action figures. <laughs> I mean, was he stealing them for himself? I mean, he's an employed sheriff's deputy. Yeah. I don't know who he's stealing them for. Yeah, just wanted the thrill of getting away with it. Well, do you remember that guy here in town? Which actually, I don't want to say his name because he was a really nice guy, but he was. Oh a, yeah, yes, yes, I know a, what you're talking about. He was yeah. a reporter, and then he was yeah. stealing. Some, like he had plenty of money. He just for the right, bit, like one on a ride or did. It's like, like the klepto kleptomania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm too afraid. Of authority to steal. I anything. seem to remember a story about someone acquiring makeup when they were younger. When I was younger, that they may or may not have paid for. Before Talk I about was scandals. eighteen, well, I wouldn't have to go to prison. Scandalous. I mean, everyone thinks about stealing something sometimes. Do they, Sarah? Yeah, I absolutely agree. If you think like, I know a lot of people don't, and most people don't. But if you think that you can get away with taking something, there's always that little thing in your head, like. Maybe I Are you constantly having to suppress your desire to steal? No. Do you come over to my house and want to steal things? No, not from people's houses, from like a... Nowhere. How did you acquire all your, all your sunglasses and shoes, Sarah? No, I told you I'm too afraid to steal anything. But I'm not. that doesn't mean I don't think about it. But huh. I would never steal from another person. That's bad voodoo. I don't, I don't like that. I would I would never take something from somebody. I don't like to, I don't take anything that's not my own from somebody. I'm else. starting to but question corporations are different. I'm starting to question my decisions about my campaign manager. <sighs> don't you want your campaign manager to be a bit shady? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so yeah, the Broward County Sheriff's office said uh yes, he did it in full uniform. Walmart said the total for the loss was about $200. Um, so he was car- charged with three misdemeanor counts of petty theft. He was taken to Broward County Jail, but has since bonded out. Um, so he's not the only local law officer accused from stealing from Walmart while at work. So let's see. Another one happened in Florida. So this is a common thing between law enforcement and Walmarts in Florida. This other one happened in Coral Springs. Another deputy who was in his full uniform stole a bunch of items, not just DVDs and Star Wars action figures like guy number one, but he stole cologne to coffee before he was slapped with a felony 
um, charge of scheming to defraud and obtain property under $20,000. So for some reason, like, this is something that I think nobody's going to stop them. Florida deputies think they can get away with it. Spoilers, if you're a Florida deputy, you're not going to get away with it. One more story. Oh, my God, I'm so hot. All right. This is out of New York. This story just kind of made me laugh. A New York judge has ruled that a 30-year-old man who refuses to move out of his parents' house must leave their home, finally, after they have spent months and months trying to unsuccessfully get him to move out of their home. Oh, man. And I'm sorry. If you look it up, uh, let's see. His name is uh, Michael Rotondo. Look Michael him up. Rotondo. And I'm not judging anybody, but I'm kind of judging. When I looked at him, I'm like, yep, that's what I thought. That's what I, exactly what I thought he might look like. Rotondo. I'm going I'm to pull him up here right Michael now. Michael Rotondo, New York. <laughs> yeah, okay. New York State Supreme Court Judge Donald Greenwood ruled yesterday afternoon that Michael Rotondo must indeed leave the house of his parents, Christina and Mark, even though they've been trying to get him out, and he has refused to go. Oh, my God. Like, what is his reason for not leaving? He, he's 30 years old. He's 30 years old. So the judge heard Rotondo's parents started serving him written eviction notices on February 2nd. And like, serves- how bad must that be that they had to go to that route to try to get him to move out? Yeah. Does he have a disability? No. So he's perfectly fine. Yes. He's just lazy. He's lazy. He doesn't have a job. But there's nothing keeping him from doing that. They even offered him assistance, including helping him find an apartment, assistance with a car issue. They said they would pay for it. And $1,100 to help with the cost of moving and living expenses. Oh, my gosh. Wow. The parents told the court that, unfortunately, their son refused to move out of their house or get a job at all. Yikes. Rotondo, however... Disputing his parents' claims, says in court that he was frustrated with the judge, who he said did not read the entire case. He told reporters outside of the court that What's his case? Like, like what, is his, what is his point? He says that now it seems like the judge is ordering him to move out without enough notice. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, Rotondo, the son, uh, let's see, what was it? Michael Rotondo says, it seems to me like I should be provided, you know, with like 30 days or so, because generally you get 30 days after you found to have to vacate the premises. So I'm expecting something like that. But realistically, if that's not the case, I don't know. I mean, so he just goes back to his parents' house? (laughs) Anyway, mother, what is for dinner? I'm picturing him as Buster Bluth a little bit. Like, mother. (laughs) I'm never leaving you, mother. I'm never leaving you, mother. I love you, mother. (laughs) Well, Michael Rotondo says that he does not think that this is good enough, and he is planning to appeal the judge's decision. What a douche. Yeah. Wow. So if you think, like, you're like, man, I'm, I just don't feel like I'm doing so well But in if you've got to move home with your parents, I'm not even judging that. No, it's that's that one thing, but if someone's trying to act This guy like, has no... <laughs> they're going to pay for you to move. They're going to pay for you to get a car. They're going to help you. But he's to taking a, his parents to court. Like, well, he made them eventually them take him. Taking them to court, yeah. And he is appealing the decision because oh the judge and his parents still, he just does not want to As Ever said, I bet he has plenty of money for pot. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So there you have it. If you're like, hey, I don't know if I'm like getting a grip on this life thing today. Just remember the guy who refuses I mean, to get a job and leave his parents' house. They're both going back home. Yeah. It's super awkward. Like, do they carpool? I don't know. Like, <laughs> how is, I want a camera in that house. Yeah. Like, that needs to be a reality show. That I would watch. We cannot get our adult son to move out. <laughs> the Rotundo story. Mother, there's no more Fruit Loops. <laughs> I told you I needed cream for string cheese. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of string cheese and Fruit Loops in there. This is going in the lawsuit. All right. Anyway, there you go. That, my friends, is your world crazy. <laughs> 
Did they take away his television or <laughs> take away his computer, his internet access? Just shut off the internet. Shut yeah, off the internet to the house. That'll smoke him out. Yeah. Yeah. That would probably do it. Let's get him out of his gopher like, hole. No, like, no oh. internet. Yeah. Not paying your phone bill because they probably pay those that stuff too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. 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 That's pretty good. Well, we yeah. do have uh, another announcement to make, Sarah. Tell it's me. been a lot of fun announcements here from Fun Employment Radio lately, and that is all because of our wonderful listeners. We, we really, really, really do appreciate it. And um, A, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on Sarah's big old yellow button there on the front Stop page. saying it like that. <laughs> that will take you to vote for Fun Employment Radio for best big local podcast. Big old yellow button. For best local podcast, just go to our website. There's a link right there. We would really appreciate it if you could just take 20 seconds and vote for us. It just costs an email address. You put it in there, and it get, throws a vote for us for best local podcast. We we really do appreciate that. Would everybody be awesome. Who can take the time? Just a couple of seconds to go do that. But also, we have a very exciting announcement because for the third year in a row, I can't believe it's been three years. Yeah. For the third year in a row. On June 23rd, 2018, Sarah and myself will be hosting the Rose City Beard and Mustache Competition. Woo-hoo! This is the fourth one. This is our third time hosting. We're really excited. Tickets are on sale now. It's going to be at Dante's. It's, uh, let's see, $10 for the cover. Oh, wow. That's not bad. And it's awesome. Like, people put a lot of work into um they're basically performance artists, but with like facial hair. But also, they're like build a beard competitions oh, where yeah. people make makeshift these amazingly intricate like fake beards. It's crazy. It's really cool, and you get to see Greg and I on stage uh, interviewing bearded people. It's it's yeah. hilarious and fun, and uh, we, so we have a good fun. time doing it. And it goes to charity, so I mean, it's all for a good cause. And they've got some ju- they have judges. It's just a fun time for everyone. I mean, obviously, I do not have a beard now, but we'll be we'll be hosting it, and it, it's just a fun thing to go see and and you know the the Portland Beardsmen. I mean, they're just great people. They're buddies of ours. Yeah, yeah. they're buddies of ours. And it goes to charity. Like, yeah, they do we so tr- much good for the community. Yeah, and we really appreciate them asking. So pick up your tickets now. They've got a Facebook group. If you just type in Rose City Beard and Mustache, you can pick up your ticket there. So it's June twenty third, Saturday, mm. June twenty third, six p.m. at Dante's. 350 West Burnside, and Sarah and myself, thank you to them for asking us to host again. Woohoo. That's going to be fun. That's a month from today? Oh, my gosh. A month from today. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even notice that. Wow. That's crazy. So if you want to come hang out, oh that's gosh, where yeah. we'll be. It is. It's coming up. Mm-hmm. So that is, yes, that's where we'll be on June 23rd. Thank you to them. Thanks to everybody for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, we do have the Fun Employment Radio Network here. And coming Ooh. up live at 6.30 p.m. today, we'll be geeking the city. Geeking the city. Yeah. Live on the airwaves of the Fun Employment Radio Network. Subscribe $6.99 a month. The first week is free. $80 for the entire year. And you can listen live and join the chat as well and see all the things we have in the archive. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Greg, you did it. You micro-machined that. Yep. Yeah. Sandwiched it all in. <laughs>